And welcome back to Afterburn After Hours. We have a special guest. He's actually here for part two uh, of really not a part two episode, but just here for a second uh, podcast. So, uh, so, so welcome back, Jeff. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is great. Yeah. And, uh, and Sam, you have to do it. Happy fall, y'all. Yeah. Welcome to fall. There it is. Fall. Your Florida fall. Welcome to fall. Quotation marks. Yeah. Fall. Where's your leaves? Where's the red leaf? Hey, hey. Where are the dying trees? Palm trees. <laughs> the fawns turn brown when they're dead. In Florida, it's what you make it. It, it really is. Fall. Yeah. It, it's what is, you make it. That explains the front porches. Yeah. <laughs> fall comes with hurricanes and we keep, we want those to stay away. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. What we're going to talk about today is we have a little acronym for you and we want you to fall in love with fitness this fall. And so these guys know I'm a huge fan of acronyms and, and, and when Jeff and I used to travel, uh, he would, he would get upset with me that we would just, I start writing them on the whiteboard and, and somehow they would work out. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to unpack what does it mean to fall in love with fitness? And we hope that these four things will help you over the, over the next couple months to stay engaged mm-hmm. and stay in love with, with what we do. So the first one, the L is learn. You have to educate yourself. Anything that you love, you educate yourself. So I don't care what it is. If you, uh, if you love your new Ford Bronco, you educate yourself about all the cool things that it does, all the cool things you can do to it. Right, Jeff? Oh, absolutely. Capabilities yeah. Lots of, of it, yeah. lots of videos, lots of reading. <laughs> Are you in a group? Are you in a car group? Uh, I'm in a few. I actually, uh, I, see, I actually started my own. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. I want to connect with people. The only one. I can't even tell Stop. you. Yes, yes it's, it's one of one. He's got a members only tire cover. Yeah, members yeah. only. Right. I I'm could not even pick a Bronco out of a lineup. I don't even know they which car this is. say big letters right in front. We'll, we'll show you in the parking lot. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a, is it a pickup truck? OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. The and, it, and it was, and it was white. white. And I purposely yeah. got all white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm Different not. license plate, but yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Throwback reference. So yeah, I'm still going to see a picture. So, to, but to fall in love with something, you have to educate yourself about that thing. Cause if you don't, you don't really love it. And so what can, I'll, I'll pitch this to Sam. What can you tell members that they should learn about fitness that they could start to fall a little bit more in love? Maybe it's a new member. Maybe it's an, an old member trying to fall in love again. So what's something they should learn about the OTF workout or just fitness in general in your, in your eyes? In my eyes, um, I would say the importance of the three different areas of the room when it comes to Orange Theory. Okay. So how you can learn a little bit more about the weight floor and getting your, your setup correct. Yeah. Right? And learning more about the treadmill and its capabilities and the purpose of it, depending on the day. And the same thing for the rower, because the rower is so, so dynamic and there's so much to learn about it. Um, can we just, say, can we say learn about timing? Learn about timing? Yeah. Oh, on the rower. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm like, yeah. As I knew, a coach, I knew, I knew as a click. coach, yeah, I was yeah. thinking about a yeah. stopwatch. Um, but yeah, the, the timing of the rower, because please, we, we said this so many times, slower is better. It'll get yeah. you further with less energy. Um, so taking the time to learn about the importance of all three aspects and um, just kind of listening to why we're there and why we need that, uh, whether you hear it from your coach directly, because we will communicate that, but also a little bit more of learning about yourself and how you apply that when you're in that room and in that specific area. You know the best way to learn about stuff? Practice. 
or oh. ask questions. Oh yeah, of course. Ask, ask questions. Talk to your coach. What? Yeah. Ask questions. What? We back on this again. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. are we? Recurring theme. <laughs> Full back. <laughs> so yeah, you have to, you, to learn about stuff. You have to ask questions. Even when you type something in YouTube, you're asking a question. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're just asking a question to a search engine. Right. So it's no different than asking your coach a question. So I will say just to kind of add to that too, because I think there's such a big misconception of why we do heart rate based interval training or, you know, really what we're founded in that it, it always has to be applied to every component of class, but it doesn't. Right. Right. So there's a big focus of that on the treadmill and then we incorporate the rowers, but it doesn't have to be on the weight floor and just kind of understanding that and learning that orange theory isn't about just being orange and red the entire time. It's going to be about your efficiency, moving well, and we can apply that to the other areas too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like one big kind of light bulb thing or misconception that we get with newer folks, or even yeah. if you've been around for a while, yeah. that yeah. it's it's kind of a thing to unlearn if you have um, and kind of retrain your brain that it doesn't always have to be high heart rate pump in the entire 60 yeah. minutes in all three areas. Yes. No need to, to do jumping, jack, jumping jacks while the coach is demoing. <laughs> no need. You'll be fine. I promise. But yeah. I think the sooner we kind of learn why we have the three different areas, the various energy systems we go through, which we talk about that, you know, when we're prepping members for blocks, um, will help you position yourself in a better mindset when it comes to the other portion of our love acronym. So, Will, do you want to add anything to, to learning? I think just go in learning how your body Response. Mm, that's a big one. Learn that, like, does your body respond well to going all out, or are you more uh, pushing? How does it respond to the different, you know, base push all out? Mm-hmm. How how does your body respond lifting weights? Are you feeling it? Are you building a mind muscle connection? Just kind of learn, like, especially if you don't know how your body moves or how it responds, you have to listen to your body, mm-hmm. and it may not be what you want. Mm-hmm. You may want to. You're maybe like, I'm in an all out. I feel horrible. Mm-hmm. embrace that. Like, okay, it feels horrible. Maybe I pull back a little bit, yeah. listen to it. Maybe don't add more the next round, but know that, okay, this is an area of growth. This is somewhere I can improve in, but just how the body responds to it. Mm-hmm. And just like when you're learning any new skill, keep an open mind because it may kind of undo or trigger something else in terms of a new skill you may learn uh-huh. or a new way to learn a new skill too, because it's not easy to hop into classes and automatically know base push all yeah. out and every type of heart rate response and feeling associated with it or know exactly what size dumbbell you should pick up for X amount of repetitions and what movement. So keeping your mind open to and being open to learning will yeah. unlock a lot of things for you. True. And to add one more, learn the difference between an endurance strength and power day mm-hmm. and the why really listen to coaches explain why the difference between a 30 second all out and then a three minute walk, potential walking recovery as different from a five minute push to a one minute base yeah. learn the difference in how all three can give you your goals and see results but they're just going to give you their different ways yeah, we don't live in, in the same constant state. Yep. And yep. so we need to train ourselves for those various moments when our, our hearts do have to react that way or our bodies and muscles have to react a certain way too. Oh, that's a great lead in to the second one, which I'm going to pitch to Jeff. So the O is you have to orient yourself with the your objective. Maybe a different word for orient is align or tailor. Mm-hmm. So Jeff? Um, I'm, I'm going to take the lead over to my left here. Uh, it's making the adjustment by listening to your body is a big part of it. I've learned over time that 
that the weeks can change um, and listening to my body on how they adapt to each of the workouts because the templates change. The week changes. We have holiday workouts coming. So for me in this one, it's it's actually listening to my body and then um, making my game plan from there because there's times where it's a Monday, Tuesday, and I'm like, you know what? My body at my age and how much I push myself – I need Wednesday, and now I'm going to jump back on on Thursday, Friday. Where else it used to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off, then Friday, Saturday. So I think that's a big part of what what you need to look at as well. Yeah, no, I, I that's a great trigger for understanding where you are in your progress, whether what, however your journey is. I mean, I, I think... If you come, if you're coming off of a knee injury, if you're coming back from being on freeze, or you're coming back from a vacation, it, it all has to kind of reorient yourself with the workout itself, mm-hmm. with what your new goals are. So you have to take the time to just realign those things mm-hmm. because you can't come back from two weeks and jump right back into it. Like, like I, I'm just coming off sinus surgery, and I haven't been able to work out. I had surgery last Wednesday, and I'm going to try today to just do a light something. I tried to walk the other day, nosebleed. So that didn't work out. Uh, so, uh, but, but I'm not going to be able to just jump right back into an eight mile an hour base. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to work back up to that. So I can't go back in with the same expectation because I'm just going to get frustrated with myself. So I have to reorient myself with where I'm at now. And so that's a great point, Jeff. And this is important of coaches. As Sam knows, when I come in the studio, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a full load because I've got tendonitis in both knees and they like to pop up every workout. And so, um, that shout out to coaches that actually approach their member before their member approaches them because mm-hmm. it saves time. And we know seconds turns into minutes very quickly mm-hmm. in a workout. And so when the coaches come at it that way, knowing ahead of time, who's in their class mm-hmm. and ask the question before the member does, that actually goes a long way. Um, for the purpose of this, but also retention, yeah. like the retention of our members wanting to stay. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to piggyback off of what yeah. you said about orienting yourself. If it's a day that you know it's a type of template or a workout or a block that you are very proficient in and it gets you excited or like that's your strong suit, your strength, play into that. Orient yourself in that environment. That's you. Go for it. Yeah. Right. That's a good day for you to really increase your self-esteem and be able to see your performance at its peak. If it's a day where it's a movement, let's just say push-ups because a lot of people fear those. It's not your strong suit. That's a time for you to orient yourself and say, I'm focusing on form. I'm focusing yep. on the quality of this one versus getting caught up in the hype of how many yeah. rounds I can do. Put yourself in that environment because if you don't Put yourself at the right level of where you need to be in terms of where your strengths and your opportunities are. You may not be able to see that progress. So if you can just take it down a notch, don't get so absorbed into the hype on a a movement that you need a little bit more work in, then we're able to kind of find your progressions. You can dial in on that focus and have your orientation within that a lot better and more mind to muscle connection and fluid movements and stuff. So yeah, it relates to is um, how base pushing all out are not specific settings. They are feelings Mm -hmm. and orient yourself that your base is going to fluctuate based on the day or based on what the coaches are asking of you. Mm-hmm. We recently had a, a unique endurance day where the five, four, three, two, one minute push and a walking recovery yeah. afterwards. Yes. And it was, a, and you could see there were members who were like, when we, when I remember I, the first time I coached it, I said, walking recover. 
And a member goes, no, it's the bass. And I was like, no, 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 Dan. <laughs> I had to walk over. You missed the intro because you were a little bit late. It's walking your car. And, and what, but then watching his brain try to like wrap his head around it. He's been a member for, I think, since the doors at Hodges opened. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of really fun to watch that aspect. But yeah, realize a push on a power day and a push on a incline on a strength day at 6%. Way different. Very different. And that's okay. Yep. Yeah. And so the next one, the V, is you have to approach what you're doing, your fitness, with vigor. And I'm going to bump this with Sam because Sam, I feel like, approaches a lot of things with vigor. Oh, thank you. Enthusiasm, energy, Yay. effort. I would concur. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, hang on real quick. Oh, the gun, gun show. Guns. All right. Uh-huh. The, the gun show. Did you, okay. did you get tickets? Uh, I didn't get them. That was a free show. Don't worry, they're BOGO, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> that a whole lot of visitors. <laughs> I have a season pass. <laughs> I say that to sports term. <laughs> You're getting good, man. Here we go. You're on it. I told you you're improving. Yeah. Thank you for delivering. Vigor, yes. Yeah, vigor. How can you approach a workout with vigor? Yeah. Your fitness with vigor? Yeah. Have intentions. Set intentions when you walk through the door. Just like we just talked about with orienting yourself. If you have intentions on a certain day when you hear that intro or whatever the block is at the top of the block, set your goals right there and attack it. Play to your strengths. And then be able to identify the opportunities like we just talked about so you can work on that. So that can be your strength in the future. Because if you shy away from it and you don't have that vigor, you're never going to see that progress. And guess what? You're going to be sad. You're going to feel down on yourself for for no reason. But if if you didn't at least give it a shot and try two to three reps at something you hadn't done before, whether it's the weights or the speed or how many watts you're hitting on the rower, um, you'll never know until you try. So you have to kind of get that mental mindset that this is a day where I'm going to be enthusiastic, energetic, and kind of hard on myself with a vigorous approach because I never know what the outcome is going to be unless I give it a shot. True. I don't know if this is technically one word, two words, or hyphen, but just a little mic drop, one word, pre-book. Ooh. <laughs> Boom. Pre-book. <laughs> don't know if that's one or two words, but just mm-hmm. go with it. Pre-book. Yeah. Be courageous and vigorous on your, on your booking schedule so you already know I'm locked in. Right? Yeah. You don't have to wait till the last minute and wonder if you have a spot. And... And those are things, again, when it goes back to falling in love with something, think about when you first started dating or whatever, you were, you approached it with tons of excitement, enthusiasm, energy. You had a lot of vigor towards Mm -hmm. that person or that thing. So whenever you're approaching your workout, you're not, not every workout you're approaching with 150% metal, you know, pedal to the metal, but you have to approach it with a vigor to enjoy it still, regardless of what energy or effort goes into the workout, you're approaching it with vigor. How about this? You don't have to, you get to. Yeah. There are people who can't. You you choose to get up and do it and grind for yourself. Um, Last one. And Jeff, I'm going to kick this one to you because we're going to wrap this thing up in about 90 seconds. So enjoy. You have to enjoy your current view of where you are. Yeah, uh, this is a journey, and through the journey, there's there's ups and downs, there's successes, but sometimes we forget to celebrate the success, mm. embrace the challenge, um, and I think that's a part of enjoying this process. I mean, everything from when I know that my hat is full of sweat, and it's dripping down, and I'm worried if it's too close to the member next to me, <laughs> I enjoy that. Yeah, they enjoy it too. I worked out hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I clean up fast, but but you know that's part of the grind. 
And embracing that grind is something that you just got to learn to enjoy. And when you start to really enjoy it, um, you get results. Mm-hmm. Enjoy where you are. Don't enjoy where you were. Don't enjoy where you want to be. Enjoy where you are. Because if you don't take the time to be present, then you're missing out on the opportunity to love where you are right now. And what's and, happening in that moment. And yep. what's happening because mm-hmm. you're just going to pass by all of the cool stuff that's happening because you want to get to here. It's like if you don't stop anywhere on a road trip, you just pass a bunch of cool places that you could have stopped along the way, but you have blinders on and you're not enjoying the trip. Mm-hmm. You're just enjoying the destination. Yep. Enjoy the journey. Yep. Sweat the small stuff in a mm-hmm. good way. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. that. And if maybe it's not your day, how about the neighbor next to you? Yeah, give them a fist bump. Exactly. Dude, I love fist bumping strangers because I don't know people at the studios. I love fist bumping strangers. They smile. They get it. We both share a moment. So You don't, uh, you don't need to have a partner work out to have a partner work out. No. Correct. So I, I see that as being remarkable, and that's something we sometimes forget. Yeah. Everyone has a, a chance to be remarkable. That seems like on a t-shirt. You don't need a partner for a partner workout. You don't like need a partner one. for a partner I workout. I want a t-shirt. We, OTF here. You're welcome. Here, I'm here for the next 30 <laughs> minutes. We, we want you to fall in love with fitness. So take the advice, those four things, apply it to the next three months, and hopefully you carry it into the new year. With that being said, Jeff, thank you again for jumping on for part two. Will, Sam, as always, thank you so much. Until next time, talk to y'all later. Happy Bye fall, y'all. y'all.